What does it need to change Bitcoin's code, a partnership between MoneyGram and Stellar Lumens, and how is Algorand going to profit from the Terra Luna crisis? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum. We will quickly have a look, unfortunately, again at Solana because it seems like it's Groundhog Day for Solana and its technical issues. Then we'll have a look at Stellar Lumens and discuss a very interesting partnership. We'll have a look at Algorand as well, then a view on Polkadot as well as Axie Infinity. But let's get started with Bitcoin and we have an interesting chart here on fortune.com an uncanny chart from JP Morgan shows Bitcoin acting a lot like gold. And yes, this is the same JP Morgan that has kept on saying that Bitcoin is nothing less but a Ponzi, but obviously they have changed because they are offering now crypto services to their investors and clients all over the world as well. Now, Bitcoin has, has been kind of named the digital gold for quite a while now. And the big thing is, of course, it's difficult to mine. As it says here, it's scarce. And perhaps most importantly, it has devoted following that believes it is worth something. And that, I think, is still the most important part of why Bitcoin can potentially become digital gold, because people do think it is digital gold. Now, JP Morgan looks at it more from a chart perspective. Obviously, they have this figure right here. It says the ratio of three month and six month realized volatilities for Bitcoin versus the corresponding volatilities for gold. Now, we have been saying that potentially Bitcoin could reach the market capitalization of gold in a few years. It's still far away from that. About a 10x or 20x is still needed, depending on when you look at the Bitcoin price. But it looks like at least the volatility ratio seems to be very, very similar to the one of gold. So at least what we can see here is the Bitcoin to gold volatility ratio. And it does seem to pretty much play in tune. Now, the big question, of course, is will we see potentially another uh, alternative to gold? One kind of um, Dr. Doom, as he is called, the NYU professor Nouriel Rubini, he has called Bitcoin the mother of all bubbles, the so-called most overhyped and least useful technology in human history. Now, he's not just saying that because he likes to um, bring criticism to the table, but he also is working on his own digital currency. He's calling it the United Sovereign Governance Gold Optimized Dollar, USG for short. And quite interesting is that he is building this with a Dubai-based Atlas Capital Team LP. And instead of have, having kind of no value, as he is saying Bitcoin has, he will manage it or at least back it by real estate holdings, gold and US government bonds. Now, again, he is using different known kind of vehicles to have kind of a counterparty to his uh, coin or let's call it the digital or some kind of digital dollar or digital currency. But still, again, will he be able to build a following? Now, of course, he's very outspoken when it comes to these topics. So maybe it will be just enough to reach um, the, the popularity that Bitcoin has. Now, speaking about the popularity of Bitcoin, Bitcoin. 
obviously between environmentalists it's not really popular and we have talked about this campaign that is also kind of co-founded by the Greenpeace uh, group that has the goal to essentially change Bitcoin's code away from proof of work. Now, whether that will be proof of stake or something completely different is a different discussion. But essentially in March, we've had this big discussion around kind of change your code um, and no, don't change the planet or something like this with the idea that what if we move away, away from the proof of work model? Change the code, not the climate. This was the, the headline that they made. And the article here looks at kind of the different possibilities and kind of looking at also the Bitcoin history when it comes to technical changes to really evaluate, is a technical change possible, yes or no? The short answer is yes, and it's yes, of course. However, the long answer here is that if you look at the general kind of popularity of proof of work within the Bitcoin community, it will be very, very difficult to move away from proof of work, in my opinion. Bitcoin people do think, or Bitcoin maximalists especially, do think that proof of work is an essential part of its security and moving away from proof of work would essentially risk the network's stability. Now that is at the same time the special project manager at Greenpeace USA's statement he's saying that yes on a technical perspective that is very possible however is the change going to be supported enough to be adopted that is the different question now of course you can change some technical elements in the bitcoin code and if people don't like it you will just kind of move away from the network build your own network or fork it in any kind of capacity and you will just build on top of it however if the adoption is not there chances are the network won't survive you can have a look at for example bitcoin cash as well if you look at the fork that happened 2017 2018 you can compare even bitcoin and bitcoin cash and bitcoin cash is just nowhere near the market capitalization the adoption the technical innovation that is happening in the bitcoin network now let's have a look at the chart of course not a lot has happened although we've had this very nice green candle in the last couple of hours and it looks like people want to see green candles once again however i do think we need to reclaim around 33k or 32.9k here that i've drawn and i do believe we will reclaim it we will bounce back and then we will probably make it um, properly make it for support so that could be quite an interesting trade if you're willing other than that i do believe around 28 to 30k seems to be a very nice accumulation zone a lot of people have come out and said that around 26 to 28 thousand us dollars should mark around the bottom of this bottom cycle or bear market cycle so it will be interesting to see whether they will or their opinions will hold true in that regard now let's jump to ethereum and there some interesting stuff has happened as well and optimism the kind of scaling solution of ethereum was airdropped to some users so if you have used the optimism network and the optimism network is built 
on top of Ethereum, but it's uh, with the focus of scaling, you are able to get an airdrop for optimism. And the interesting part is now, while it was its savior, it has become its killer according to this article. Now you have heard me say this about Ethereum killers in the past. There were a lot of different coins and a lot of different projects, yet Ethereum still stands and is still going strong. Now, could optimism be kind of an alternative chain for faster transactions and, and cheaper transactions? Absolutely. But will it become an Ethereum killer? That I don't believe, even though people have been airdropped multiple thousands of US dollars in OP tokens. Now, the big kind of question is, of course, the merge. Ethereum's merge is coming. The stakes couldn't be higher is here the headline. And it's very, very true. The Ethereum merge is, of course, coming maybe this summer, maybe this autumn. But in any case, there have been kind of two big camps. One camp is, of course, saying that the Ethereum merge is going to be uh, going to go through without any problems, without any issues, and it will probably lead to higher Ethereum prices. Other people have said that, look, this is a very heavy, difficult and technical change that Ethereum's um, network may be, uh, become kind of prone to errors and we will see probably some issues, if not at least delays. Now, the delays, this is easy and uh, the, the market's already kind of pricing the delays in a little bit however technical issues that will be very tough for the ethereum crowd so it will be interesting to see whether they will be able to kind of uh, pull this through and there have been multiple discussions around that the merge because again it is quite the heavy upgrade might lead to technical issues and we shouldn't be too bullish on the ethereum price i do think personally even if we see a lot of short-term volatility i do think that the merge will go through whether in a first iteration or a second iteration that remains to be seen but in my opinion it will go through and it will go through in a, a clean way and that it essentially will mean that ethereum will move to proof of stake and the esg debate will open up once again so that means ethereum could be the more interesting trade here now looking at it from a chart perspective we do see not a lot has changed again we have seen the green candles we have seen kind of a bit of higher highs so it could be um uh, quite an interesting time to let's say before the merge to still get in because if this rocket starts we can see it here we can see it here we can even see it here that once it goes it goes very fast and it can just take a couple of days to reach new highs so the change from around 1800 up to uh, 33 has just taken about i want to say almost not not even a month so around 20 days so it can go quite quickly and then kind of the change from around three and a half to up to 4k has just taken about 10 days so you have to be prepared in case of this rocket starting to launch now again it seems like Groundhog Day at the Solana offices. Solana halted by buck linked to certain cold storage transactions. Unfortunately, once again, we've had seen we've seen a Solana technical issue here. It says here for over four hours. 
that was last Wednesday by a bug in how the blockchain processes a niche type of transaction that's designed for offline use cases. So it's not even kind of um, a, a major part of the network. It's kind of a sub part or a niche part, if you will. But in any case, the really bad thing about this is the fact that Solana has gone down once again. Now, four hours, of course, is a short time. But looking at it from the last kind of couple of months, let's say five months or so, it has now broken, what, five or six times already. It, it's it's become an issue that I still think that Solana needs to really get straight. Like we need to see at least three months, four months, five months of network stability in order to say this will be a good investment. One positive news in the Solana network is, of course, that the Chainlink um, feed or Oracle is launching now price feeds on Solana to provide data to DeFi developers. Now, this is very, very important because obviously the DeFi platforms and protocols, they need to get the right prices from an Oracle. And it seems like Chainlink is the number one Oracle in the crypto space. So on one side, you could actually bank on Chainlink staying the number one. So because they have this kind of almost moat or almost monopoly in this uh, sphere. And the other thing is the fact that Solana is getting Chainlink integration is actually something positive. Now, looking at the chart, again, not really uh, happy with this chart, even though green candles here and there, I'm not touching this for the moment. For me, this is really more of a sideline thing. I need to see a bit more network stability on the Solana network before really saying this could be kind of or could even potentially go back to the 100s when it comes to the US dollar price. Moving on, we're talking about MoneyGram and Stellar Lumens. They have begun a partnership in practice now for El Salvador. In El Salvador, they will probably uh, bring this stablecoin USDC with a kind of the idea um, that MoneyGram, of course, is a, is a big kind of remittances provider. And in, in order to uh, actually use remittances, you need a stable currency. And of course, with Bitcoin can be a bit more difficult. So MoneyGram has used the infrastructure of Stellar Lumens in order to use kind of the USDC coin. Now, the interesting part is USDC uh, or USD coin is actually an ERC20 coin. And it just shows you the kind of flexibility of the Stellar Lumens platform to actually do remittances all over the place. Now, don't forget as well that the current Stellar Development Foundation or its founder is um, the same guy who also founded Ripple, the company. He was a co-founder at Ripple. He has then went on and founded Stellar Development Foundation or Stellar Lumens as a project. Jet McCaleb, very, very known in the technology space. So he has a very kind of similar understanding to Ripple when it comes to kind of um, the payments that go kind of over the Atlantic or between different countries. So it makes total sense that MoneyGram will work with Stellar Lumens to build kind of the infrastructure of Stellar Lumens and send USDC coin over the country uh, borders. Now, quite interesting, if we look at the Stellar Lumens price right now, 
It is very, very similar as to kind of before it really started its run up in the 2017 uh, bull run. Now, of course, currently, even macro wise, we're not in a 2017 bull run uh, environment. And when I look at this chart, what I see is that we are potentially in this, I call it not even the death valley, but more the boring valley. And I feel like we might actually hit this specific area with stellar lumens as well. If, and that's a big if, if the crypto sphere as a whole, of course, is moving into this boring area as well. So we will see potentially a bit of sideways movement, bit of correction, and then comes the kind of bigger rebound to potential all-time highs. Or, of course, you could also say the all-time high here was at around 93 cents. Then we see the price here at 80 cents potentially going even further down in the next bull run. So Stellar Lumens for me is as an infrastructure play quite interesting, but pricing wise, it is still a bit uninteresting right now. So we will have to see, of course, how it will behave in this potential boring valley or death valley. Next up, we'll talk about Algorand and Algorand is looking for Luna developers and they have started this thing called Terra Migration Service. You remember Terra Luna kind of crashed down completely. They've launched a new chain in the meantime and Algorand is actually looking for uh, or getting these developers, these Terra developers onboarded in a nice and easy way. They are even distributing 1 million Algo tokens on a first come first serve basis to Terra developers. That essentially means that if you're a Terra developer and you migrate your project to the Algorand blockchain, that of course means Algorand blockchain is profiting from new interesting protocols and the Terra developers are profiting from a new home to develop on top of. Quite interesting or quite an interesting move, let's say from Algorand, makes total sense. In the meantime, pricing wise, we are looking at this again, this is a very zoomed out perspective. We're currently at around 41 cents US dollar. And for me, this trend line, albeit quite kind of almost uh, horizontal, is in my opinion still valid. So if we look at it from a more long-term perspective, again, depending on how the crypto market and the macro perspective will play out, I do think this trend line could still be our in for this coin. Next up, we're talking about Polkadot or rather Polkadot's parachains. Moonbeam, one of the most successful parachain projects, is adding liquid staking um, with Lido. Now, Lido is a liquid staking provider also for Ethereum, for Solana and previously for Terra Luna. And what they're doing now is essentially offering a perspective or a potential to stake their DOT tokens or in this case their so-called cross-chain DOT tokens to receive ST dot so staked dot tokens in an ideal world you're almost uh, able to get this back one to one so if let's say one dot dot is around nine us dollars you can also get a st dot for around nine us dollars with the difference of course that in the stake dot you have kind of a staked uh, or stake percentage that you can still get so it's a staked iou token that you can exchange in different exchanges quite interesting because Lido again was very or is very popular in the Ethereum sphere as well as in the Solana sphere. What we can have a look at here is still the same chart in my opinion 
Not a lot has changed for me. This still will go a long time sideways before moving to higher highs. So for me, the Polkadot chart, if you're like a very long-term investor, could be quite interesting. For the meantime, in my opinion, not interesting at all. Now we jump into the topic of play to earn. Sky Mavis, which is the maker of Axie Infinity, has called or built this Axie Infinity Builders program where to over 2000 applications have applied in order to build on top of Axie Infinity. The idea is that they will receive permission to monetize their game using Axie Infinity brand with a revenue share model and they will also receive a grant. 10,000 US dollars, but it's denominated in AXS. Now, interestingly, out of 2,000 applications submitted, just 12 were selected for the builders program. Could it be because Axie Infinity's chart is not looking that nice or the business is not going well? Or could it just be because Sky Mavis is quite strict with their requirements? I actually think it's the latter. And I think that if you want to build on top of your existing platform, you have to be very, very kind of building it up in a slow way. So quite interesting that some of these projects will kind of build on top and use the branding of Axie Infinity in order to move their play to earn ecosystem. Chart-wise, again, very similar to Polkadot. For me, this is more of a long-term thing. I do think that if this builder program actually runs through, then this chart could run again. Um, without kind of external builders or external innovation, I don't think Axie Infinity has a very good future ahead, especially because the competition is coming as well. So play to earn is not something that Axie Infinity has in invented or will have the monopoly on. So I do believe that there will be stronger competition so for me right now either accumulation zone or even you have to be a bit more difficult zone this was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you're subscribed to this youtube channel to not miss any crypto news and i will see you on the next one have a good one